guys, my name is Joe, and you're listening to Hashtag with Joe. This podcast is about my life as a tomboyish, introverted teen, while I express my fondness towards my hobbies, which I'm very passionate about. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on Hashtag with Joe. My name is Joe, and today we're going to be talking about career choices. Career choices start from kindergarten. I mean, there's that one day called career day or it's Friday show and tell and you think that I want to model this person, I want to model that person. That person would be your dad, your mom, any person that you like and his profession would be a profession that you would want to take. Why would I want to take that profession? Because he seems so cool. He seems nice. She seems awesome. She's the one I want to be. We take that person into our heart at that moment and we feel that since they're cool, we should be just like them in the future. But I don't think that sustains for a really long time. It sustains till I think the fifth or sixth grade until we become a bit more mature enough to make our own choices for the future that we are going to step into. But it is very rare in these times that we see somebody who takes up the career choice that he or she had made back then in kindergarten out of that whim or out of that spur of moment thing where he or she thought that the other person that they modeled was so cool. As we move on to fifth or sixth grade where we become a bit mature enough than our kindergarten years which are five or six years old, we decide that some subjects of our interest would be some things that we want to take in the future. For example, if you like science, if you like social science, if you like a particular set of subjects, you'd be like, oh, I want to take these subjects, I want to move on with these subjects. These subjects are some things that I like, but even then, some people don't tend to make the proper decision. They would be like, oh, do I like these subjects? Do I want to take these subjects? I'm not sure. Or some people would be like, these are subjects I like, that's it. But this is how we would move during our middle school years by taking the subject that we like and deciding to move on with it. I mean, most of us do. Some of us don't. Some of us realize that by the end of middle school or towards the beginning of high school that we would want to take these subjects. But in the last four years, we'd be like, what subjects are we taking would make our future. So we decide those subjects that we like the most, the subjects that we're passionate about, subjects we have aptitude in. We take those subjects into consideration and we take them for our main core subjects. After four years, we're like, what do we do in life? Or we're like, we have a plan. We have a plan A, B, C, D, E, F. Okay, sorry, not F, but at least to A, B, C, D. I mean, for most of us, it's A, B, C, D. For some of us, it's just plan A, in and out. Some of us achieve that plan A. Some of us don't have a plan B. There are different types of plans that we make in high school. They vary from different variants. Like your planning strategy, the amount of effort you take into making that one plan. There are people who, you know, succeed with that one plan A, like I said before. There are people who don't succeed with that plan A. Some people make a plan B at the last moment. Some people make a plan A, B, C, and D. So right now, I am going to discuss the variants of planning that happens from high school. Basically, there are a few variants, and they depend on what course you're taking, how many plans you decide to have, how fearful you are for your future, how secure you think you are with your plan, how stable you are with the career choice you're making. There are a lot of factors 
So it depends on what factors you take into your consideration, the factors that you reject, the factors that you accept. For me, making a career choice is a bit difficult at this moment too because I, for one, I decided that I'd take biology back in grade six. I want to do research in biology. I continued with that idea all the way until now, but at this moment, when it comes to taking a career path, it is tough because there are many career paths for biology, especially for research in biology. So considering that, as well as my options for taking a college that I would thoughtfully take for a research in biology course would be a, you know, a plausible situation where I am scared and I don't have any ideas to what I'm going to do now. But I still do have a plan and I hope that it will work out as I'm thinking it would. Most of us in this point of time would be under that same boat where we have a concrete idea of the subject that we're taking, the subject that we like the most, but we don't know where to go, what we're going to do or how we're going to do it in life. There are some people who have like I said, the plan A, wherein they are concrete with the subject that they're taking, they're concrete with the career choice, they just have to like finish it off and then they're in. Some people like take up that one plan. I know one person, he took up the plan, as in his plan A, he went all in for the plan A, but he didn't get into the college that he had wanted to get into. He got in another college. So when his plan A, which is his dream college plus subject plus course, had shattered down all the way up to the college, he had broken down a bit, but then he stood up again and he went into his plan B, which was a college of choice, his second choice, but he made that choice in the last minute. So like I said, it's not wrong to make a choice in the last minute. It just depends on how confident you are on the plans that you're making some people uh have a plan a b c d e i have a plan a b c d e f actually for six colleges which i decided to apply for for my course in biology some people have a four base plan plan a b c d which is a dream college b three other colleges or plan a b c d would be a dream college dream course dream career path b would be another dream course career path college it depends on the way that you plan strategically i would say that you know it depends on you like i said in the beginning it all depends on you when you make the choice how you make the choice but all i would like to say is Make sure that the choice that you make is something that you would strongly believe in, you would strongly like. Extracurriculars do play an important role in college applications. Like, I recently got to know about, you know, the importance of extracurriculars. So, making a blog, making a podcast, there were things that I like. You can take that into account and you can make that into a dream job. I'm not saying you can't make it into a dream job. It's all upon you, like I said. Do whatever you want, be whatever you want, you can have whatever you want as long as you're sure about what you're doing and you're going to be happy within the future. Never think about what you want to do today, never think about what you wanted to do yesterday. Think about what you want to do tomorrow and make sure that the step that you're taking today is what's going to affect tomorrow. 
Remember, yesterday's plans are not going to make today's decisions. Today's decisions is what's going to make tomorrow's plans. So today and tomorrow are more interlinked than yesterday and today. Your mind can change. Your mind can move from different directions in the choice that you're making. But make sure you're content with it both today and tomorrow because yesterday is never going to matter when it comes to that moment 50 years later or not 50, sorry guys, 10 years later when you're like, oh god, did I make this choice? Was this choice good? Was this choice bad? Do I have to change the choice? Do I have to move on? Do I seem content with my choice? Do I not seem content with my choice? That is something that would waver in our minds 10 years later if we have made the wrong choice. As J.K. Rowling put it in her career path, she decided to become a writer right in the beginning of her school days. Then she grew up. She didn't get into Oxford. She got into another college, which was her plan A. She went all in, but she couldn't get into plan A, so she took a plan B. But she couldn't suffice with her plan B. She tried multiple ways to compensate for what she did back in college. She didn't take up writing until a later point in her life. Until then, she did teaching, she did multiple jobs. And then at that one point when her daughter was born, she started getting back to Harry Potter. So I would say that taking that path is a risky path, but it is a path. I mean, you can't say it's wrong it isn't right either but she did something in her life but in the end she found purpose so when whatever you take whatever you do should have purpose that's the sole goal that you need to be aiming for it's not about passion it's not about choice it's not about how you feel today it's about two things whether you'd feel the same tomorrow and the purpose of what you're doing right now making uh, effort to what you feel tomorrow the effort and the purpose are mostly interlinked the effort that you put in today is going to be the purpose of tomorrow the effort that you put in today is going to make what you are tomorrow as in if you like a subject right now and you think of pursuing that subject in the future you have to make the effort to pursue it in the future so that you wouldn't have any hard feelings on it in the future it's not just effort that counts, it's the interest and feelings that you have towards a particular topic or subject. There are many career choices in today's day-to-day -to -day lifestyle. It's just not solely focused on the subjects that you take at school. It can be any extracurricular activity or any form of art slash hobby slash passion that you have for anything other than a core subject. For example, if you like swimming, you can be an athlete. If you like writing, you can become a blogger, an author. If you like making stuff to the public, as in like showing, showcasing your voice, you can become a YouTuber, a vlogger, a podcaster, anything. I mean, there are a bunch of choices. It depends like I said, on the effort and purpose. Not that it's wrong to make career paths out of your hobbies, but it is an idea that you can consider as long as you have the passion and the determination and you think that you can make it, then definitely go for it. No one's gonna stop you, but just make sure that, like I said before, effort and purpose are interlinked. 
today's choices make tomorrow's decisions just don't forget that and i think you're in the clear no matter what choice you take for those of you who don't have an idea on what career path you want to take i'd suggest you start off with the subjects or areas of interest that you particularly have real familiarity, real talent, real like towards. I mean, at this point of time where you have a clear idea on the stuff that you like, the stuff that you don't like, just classify according to that and you'll get there soon enough. Not just as fast enough if you did it before. It's not that you should have done it before, but even if you do it now, you still have time to make that career choice, make that path. Like, carving it in is something that is going to be slightly difficult for you if you don't know what you like and don't like because classifying it takes time and then selecting from the classified parts takes a little longer than classifying. If you've already classified your likes and dislikes, great. Just, just think over the ideas of your likelihoods. For example, if you like hobbies A, B, C and subjects is D, E, F and you have an interest for G, then if you put A, B, C, D, F, G together in one list and the other parts that you don't like in another list and then classify between A, B, C, D, E, F, G as to what you want to take into a career path, then that would take some clear decision making to do. Once you nail down what career path that you want to take, as in what subject you want to take for your career path, look into the different types of fields of study that you can do. If, for example, plan A, as in part A is the choice of interest, find stuff that would be interlinked to plan A for fields of study. So if you feel that A is something that you're really good in, really talented in, have great interest in, you're not going to regret it later, then find fields of study for A, like colleges would that would accept plan A into consideration, colleges that major in plan A to the highest degree, colleges that show promise and future in your plan, that is plan A or plan B, and if you're somebody who has that ABCD plan or the base plan where you have multiple choices but you don't know what to do yet, it's okay there too. I mean, any form of plan is okay as long as you have a plan, as long as you have a career path. If you don't have one, don't panic, don't get angry at yourself, don't get frustrated. It's alright to not have one. Like I said, there are people who don't have a plan but yet they still tend to succeed. You can make a plan now, it's not too late. It's just that making a plan would take time as it always does take time. Everything does take time, guys. It's not like you can just get it from a platter and you just pick it out of the platter and then be like, oh, it's mine, and then eat it up. You have to like select what you want to do. It's more of a buffet system, to be honest. You have to take what you like leave what you dislike and then with what you like you eat what you like out of all of that it's just not eat everything in the platter and then just throw the platter back to where it belongs but you have to take one out of the big platter of 10 pieces of food that you have from the buffet table of 50 choices that have been given to you so making that choice is hard i never said it was easy and like i said it does take time but know that 
you have people for you you do have a support system make sure that you are your own support system first before depending on anyone for your support system you can do it you know who you are before anyone else knows who you are you know your likes you know your dislikes you own yourself you can be the greatest human you ever wanted to be it's not that a career path defines a person a career path is a life choice that we make that we are passionate about, something that we would intend on doing in the future, something that we would appreciate of our past selves in the future. After a long point of time, say 10 or 15 years later, you won't regret it when you make the right career path. All it needs is time, confidence, and the proper decision that you make. Like I said, believe in yourself and you'll be able to do it. Don't need to depend on anyone, no need to think over it 50,000 times and be like, oh my God, and break your head. No need to get frustrated, no need to get tense, no need to feel any emotion. Just be rational about it. Think over twice or thrice about what you like, what you dislike. Think over the plans that you're making, your making process like I discussed before, the plan A, B, C, D, E, F, or the all-in plan or the different types of plans A for one course, B for one course or making it all from scratch it depends on your situation I can't tell what situation you're in I told you mine but those are ways that people plan out their career paths those are common ways you can make your own career path by your own plan as well I'm not you know, restricting you from doing that but like I said there are a few things that you need to take into consideration. One is believing in yourself. Two is being passionate slash having interest on the path that you're taking. Three is appreciation of the path. Four is making sure that you have the ability to put in the effort to make in the purpose of the future path that you're taking. Like I said before, the future is dependent on the purpose and effort that you make today to make it as something that you will have no hard feelings for tomorrow and finally number five is having self-confidence in your decisions as long as you're confident in what you did and what you're making as a decision for your career path nobody can stop you and as long as you have that confidence radiating in you throughout your decision making process throughout your choice making process throughout the time when you finally achieve it that is when you'll feel content about your confidence that confidence will make you content throughout the entire process of judging and proceeding with your career path and so that would be my opinions for making a career path and how to make a career path now let's move on to a few other things that i would like to talk about So before we start, I thought I should take a moment to address my listeners about COVID-19. COVID-19 is the latest pandemic outbreak, which shows similarities to the previous two epidemics, MERS and SARS. 
And COVID-19 is known to be identified really similar to SARS than MERS because both SARS and COVID-19 share 80% of the same genomic sequences. Some things that we can do to prevent massive catastrophic outbreaks for the future days is to stay at home. Social distancing is something that we should be really maintaining right now. Washing our hands would prevent any form of spread in infections because COVID-19 is known to have the spread rate of 15 minutes and it shows symptoms of common cold. So if you get a throat infection, a cough, a runny nose, anything, just make sure that it's really mild and check your doctors as soon as possible for any slight suspicion of any form of infection that you think you might be having, as well as um, staying in our homes is something which is really important. We have been addressed on a lockdown for the next 21 days by our prime minister where I live. And I think that's a great innovative idea because staying in our homes for 21 days can prevent the outbreak for 21 years is what he quoted. I agree with that quote 100% because in times like this, I think the best thing we can do is to stay safe and make sure we are healthy because if we aren't healthy, we have the ability of spreading a contagious disease to more number of people and staying healthy is the best option that we can do to stay safe. Some things that we can do while we are staying at home and trying to be safe during the lockdown season would be learning something new. Spirituality says that if you learn something within 21 days, you'll be able to remember it for a really long time. And the average learning time that is required to learn something new would be 21 days, according to a spiritual study. So learning an instrument, drawing, sketching, anything that you think can be done. Most people decided that they should focus with their inner self. I think that's a great idea. These are the days which you might not ever get back again. I think right now is a really prime time for us to focus on our inner self. This would actually potentially help us for the upcoming stress and struggles that we might have to endure post-outbreak, which would happen once the aura of the outbreak has settled down. So for this week's accomplishments, I didn't do much. I did do a few sketches. I want to accomplish charcoal drawing by this weekend. I don't know how to do charcoal drawing. I've learned pencil shading, so I think taking it to the next level as charcoal drawing seems like a nice thing to do. So I'm going to attempt charcoal drawing this weekend and hopefully post it up on my blog as soon as possible. For reading, I finished Ghost of the Shadowhunter Market. It was really good. Uh, it was a compilation of a bunch of short stories from the Shadowhunters of the previous generations and how they coped up with the problems and struggles which had happened since the early 1800s to the late 1970s, which would completely not relate with our generation. So all those traumatic struggles of hopeless love, gaining authority, being recognized by the public were struggles that they had gone through. So a compilation of those stories seemed really good to read. I like that kind of genre. 
So it was pretty good. For movies, I rewatched this movie called What If. I am a really big fan of Daniel Radcliffe, not gonna lie. I watched this movie back when I was a freshman in high school. Uh, the only really good part that I liked about the movie was Daniel's way of expressing himself. He seemed like that introverted person. And he had that way of expressing his general feelings throughout a set of intricate phrases which might not make sense at first, but when you take it into your heart and realize the deep meaning of it, then you might get the hang of it. So I really related him really well in that movie. I also got the hang of bullet journaling, finally got the hang of bullet journaling. For those of you who don't know what bullet journaling is, it was a concept given in by writer Carol, where you can map out your own planner. All you need is a dotted journal, a pen, a blue pen or a black pen, and a pencil, a ruler, and an eraser. Basic stationery is all you're going to need. Uh, this method has a future log, which is a year-on-based calendar layout, a monthly log, which is a month-on-based calendar layout, a weekly spread, which covers all seven days of the week in one or two pages, a habit tracker, which helps you to control and look over your habits, a mood tracker, which controls and looks over your moods. You can go on YouTube or Pinterest to look on the different ways of making one. TikTok is also a good app too. I recently ventured into TikTok not knowing what it was. A podcast called Teenager Therapy actually told me what TikTok was. They were like, follow me on TikTok. So I was like, oh, what is this place? And I found that it was a platform for people who make videos for 60 seconds or one minute on whatever kind of topic or category they want to make videos on. And TikTok seems to have like a few spreads where people like stream what they make as their bullet journal spreads. You can take inspiration from that too. I mostly take inspiration from YouTube and Pinterest since I never learned about TikTok until very recently, last week to be honest. So I think that's a great way to customize your planners and gain more creativity if you're an art person. It's more of a place where you can like customize your planner and showcase your art talent or a place to improve your art skills if you're like me because I love art but I'm not the greatest person at it yet. So for me bullet journaling was an area where I could improvise my doodles, improvise how I draw, improvise the way I sketch in one word. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to check out my blog, which is linked in the description. And on the bottom page of my blog, you can find out where I have accounts on to follow me. My blog is www.innovativeideals.com. My Instagram is at innovativeideals. And my Twitter is at innovativeid16. So I'll see you guys next week in a new episode. Bye, guys.